0: Welcome everyone to the RF Sports Radio Show. I'm your host, Rodney Fisher. I'll be joined by my co-host, Royce Fisher, here in just a second. We're also going to be welcoming on our special guest for the next uh Chris, host of Test Drive America, because we got a lot of stuff to talk about. Last time we left you guys, uh, it's been a while since we've been on the air, so a lot of stuff has happened. Mainly the NBA playoffs, of course, have happened. LeBron won the MVP. We'll talk about that. And, Royce, I know you're going to give me a lot of flack about Kobe Bryant. You know I'm a big Kobe Bryant fan. A lot to talk about that as well, too. If you guys listen to us live right now, join us at
1: 323-927-2906.
0: Make sure you follow us on the web at rfsportsradio.com. Or go to iTunes and download the show by doing a search for RF Sports Radio. I want to also send a special shout-out before we get started to Nick Piccarelli with Sports Chronicles. She can go there tomorrow and find the show by going to com to find our show there tomorrow as well, too. And, uh, Royce, I want to welcome you, of course. How are you doing tonight?
2: I'm doing great, Rodney. I'm suffering from a playoff fever, but other than that, I'm doing great. Been watching some great games on the uh, NBA network, and, man, I'm ready to talk about these playoffs.
0: Yeah, we got a lot to talk about the playoffs. I know you're going to give me a lot of
2: flack and be excited. Of I'm going to give you a lot out.
0: of flack <laughs> about, about the Lakers. The playoffs. But hey, we do want to celebrate something else today. You found out you're going to have your uh, grandson today.
2: Yeah, I got the next, uh, I, I guess, 2020, the next uh, starting point guard for the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, Little Fisher, yeah, I'm having a new addition to the family in October right now. I'm, uh, I'm excited nice. as a boy. And uh, I'm looking forward to being a great-grandpa.
0: Yeah, and I get a chance to be an a, a, a uncle. Uncle uncle, Rodney, for a change, instead of daddy out of
1: time. Yeah. Daddy, I
2: get almost the
0: same thing, huh? Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> hey. All right, let's get to our sports soccer course. You can join us by uh, following us on Twitter. Go to twitter.com. Slash RF Sports Radio. Follow us on the web at rfsportsradio.com. dot com. If you listen to us live right now, give us a call. 323-927-2906. We'll get you on. This is Sports Talk from a fans perspective. Not from an ex-player, not from a uh, overpaid analyst. This is from a fans perspective. That's how we want to keep it on this show. Now let's go ahead and get started, Royce. Let's start with the news of the hour. The Miami Heat advance to the Eastern Conference Finals. They do defeat the Indiana Pacers tonight. They won 105-93, to a 12-point win for them. I'll be honest with you. I-, I really felt like Indiana had it all in the bag to win this series, especially when they lost Chris Bosh. Jonas has be suspended for this game. They lose Dexter Pittman, who they started back in uh, game Game 3. And they had two guys put up 69 points tonight. They put up 70 points in uh, game four, put up 60 points in game five. And LeBron James and Dwayne Wade, together as a duo, defeated the entire Indiana Pacers lineup.
2: And you're absolutely right, right? I, mean, I thought this series, uh, I thought Indiana would probably be the best matchup for Miami, you know, when we started this game. But when Chris Bosh went down, I really thought Indiana had a chance and you know, they had a pretty good run at it. But I, I call them not ready for prime time players. Uh it's the first time this franchise has been to the playoffs in quite a while. You know, these guys were new at it. I, I think they were like doing, you know, caught in the headlights. But, you know, they had a good showing, it's just too much LeBron James and I see why he's the MVP player. But uh they gave it a good run, they had a good showing, something to work on to build on for the future. And uh I, I kinda like this Indiana team.
0: Well, I I like the Indiana team, too. I thought that that this was a great opportunity for them, you know, to win this
2: series. They only
0: had to really beat two players. And, and, you know, LeBron won the MVP. I'm still not, you know, I'm okay about that, but I really don't like it. I thought Kevin Durant deserved to get the MVP. I mean, what he did with his team and able to get them on a winning record again and, and what they've done so far to play, I think you could say that as well. But the performance of LeBron James and Dwayne Wade put on in this series, it, 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 it is borderline, if not historic, for two players to do what they did, putting up 70 points almost a game to defeat, you know, the Indiana Pacers, uh, overcoming all the adversity that they had to face. And I, I have to take my hat off to what they have done. Now, I will say this. I think that Indiana made a mistake by trying to make this such a physical type of game by trying to, to punk the Heat, you know. And, and I think they took them out of the element. When they were feeding the ball down low to Roy Hibbert and David West, that's when they were at their best is when they won games.
2: And, and then they yeah, got away yeah.
0: from that, you know, after game three.
2: And you have to you have to be right. Hibbert had to play good in this game tonight, and and he didn't. But, the, you know, the, his biggest problem was foul trouble. He, you know, they took him out a lot. Uh, he didn't really play a whole lot of minutes. Yeah, uh, because of our trouble, but you got to give a lot of credit to LeBron James. Even when Dwayne Wade had only five points in one game, Dwayne Wade—I mean, I'm sorry, LeBron James—he actually put this team on his back and carried him. Without his performance, you know, they would—they would probably have lost this series. But you know, right now I know you hate to give him the MVP, but the guy was the MVP of this series because without his contributions, and you know, Dwayne Wade did wake up the last two games. But uh, for him to go five points, and I've never seen him just have only five points in a game. But uh, you got to give a lot of credit to LeBron. And and Shane and, uh, I woke up, but I, I think they're going to have a hard time in the next round. I, I like to see them play Boston because, you know, you want to play Boston. You want to play the best of the best. And these guys are proven veterans. And for them to move on to make a statement that to the West, is to go through Boston. And if they can beat Boston, I think they're ready for a well comes out of the West.
0: You know, you, you mentioned Roy Hibbert's play tonight. I mean, if, if you're facing a game where you're going to be eliminated, a home game, you, your first year as an all-star, you go out there you put up 12 points and eight rebounds, and you're the tallest player on the court. You're seven 2 You're supposed to be the the, the new guy, the face of the franchise in Indiana. you got to do a lot more and 12 points and eight rebounds in the game.
2: And, and not only him, I, I got to I, I gotta say something about the whole end of the team. I don't know why they didn't trap LeBron and Dwayne Wade with the ball after they came right. over half court because that would put the ball in these other guys' hands. And other than those two, they didn't have anybody that stepped up from Miami. You know, I, I would have let these other guys beat me and not those two. But they, they couldn't stop them. They gave up too much in the paint. Hilbert didn't play big, and uh, I think Danny Granger let LeBron get in his head early in the game and it took him away from his game because uh, I- I've seen him play better, and I think he was more concerned about getting back at LeBron or showing up LeBron than
1: anything else.
0: You know, you talk about Danny Granger and LeBron, and you're right. Danny Granger was trying his best to get in. LeBron said about chest bumping him and and hard fouling and, and, and uh, doing everything that he tried to do to get in his head mentally. Interesting stat from this series, Royce, is that Danny Granger's field goal percentage were, was uh, 30, 35% in the 36 minutes he played on the floor that LeBron was not guarding him. But when LeBron was on the bench, he shot 67%. That means LeBron like really really locked him down this series.
2: And you're absolutely right. His defense for just as good as his offense. But I I thought for a while that uh, Larry Berry was going to come off to you, bitch. And I know that he played, and he played. I know he wanted to get out there, but you're absolutely right. I I, I really thought Indiana had a good chance of winning this series. This is a good young team, you know, and uh, we thought that they would have a good run against Miami, which they did. But unfortunately they came up short and, uh, uh you know, it's expected for Miami to win. I think everybody expected Miami to win. But we didn't yeah, think I mean, it was going to be this close of a game. No, we didn't.
0: We didn't. Uh, and, and, you know, you talk about them waiting on now that he's going to win game seven between the Celtics and the 76ers. Are you surprised that they're playing the game seven?
2: Oh, very much so surprised. Uh, you know, we talked about this uh, team early in the season. We saw a lot of them. They had a lot of ups and downs. Uh, these guys are playing very well, I will say. Uh my understanding is uh Will Smith is gonna come in and bring the men in black this, this next series. But I, I think they have a great chance. This Celtic team is a lot of old guys are kinda tired. If they can stay within the parameters of offense and they get contrib- contributions from everybody else, I, I think they have a good chance of beating Boston.
0: Yeah, and and I'm, I'm surprised it goes to seven games. I think in a seven-game series, it does favor Philadelphia. I, although they're young, they haven't been in this situation before, but to me, they've already won. I mean, for a young team, you know, in the NBA, you got to go through a process. First, you make it to the playoffs. Then you make it to the second round. Then you have that critical game seven that you lose. Then you kind of learn a lesson from then, and you become a better team then on. But these young guys to take a team like Boston, who's been to two, the same team that's been to two finals, 1-1, and take them to a game seven to get that kind of experience, is huge for Philadelphia. It's not going to just make them a good team now, but a better team later on, even if they lose this game seven. Because now they can say, you know what, we've been there. We've been in the game seven situation in Boston, and we know how hard it is to play in Boston as it is. Now, Boston as a whole, they have a one of the best winning records of Game 7 on their home floor. We also know that 90% of the NBA teams that have ever played Game 7 at home usually win. So they're not just up against the Celtics. Let's not forget that. They're up against the referees. They're up against that Boston crowd. And and I think they have nothing to be ashamed of, even if they lose this Game 7.
2: And you're absolutely right, Brian. They, they are up against the referees. In the last game, they only had two free throws in the first half. They have to get to the foul line a lot more. Whereas the Celtics had twenty free throws in the second half. They finished with thirty-six free throw attempts. That that's too many to give up. And you don't want a team to beat you on the foul line. You want it to be out in the open court. If, if if they can if uh they can get out and run, they have a good chance against Boston. They have a the a, a, a fresh leg, they're like younger guys. Iguodala is is great in the open court. And what they have to do, they have to slow down Rondo. If they can slow down Rondo, I, I think they'll get a chance. But I think Boston goes as Rondo goes. And right. the thing you want to do is slow him down and get him off his game, that'll give you more of a chance to win. So you got so who, so you got Boston winning
0: game seven? Or you got
2: Philadelphia winning game seven, right? Well, actually, uh, I'm gonna give it to Boston on experience. Uh, but like I said, if 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 uh, if they play better, I mean, if Boston's not playing that game, which you know Kevin Garnett is gonna be big, uh, Paul Pierce is gonna be big, but the Sixers must contain Rondo, and they must get out in the open court, and they got to keep these guys off the foul line, and They have to play more in the paint and and get more to the power line because, you know, uh, like I said, two free throws in the whole first half is not going to get you much. But uh, I'm going to give it to Boston for experience. These guys have played in big games. They've been to a playoff. They know what to expect. And and like I said, I, I will give the 76 a lot of credit for even going this far. Nobody even thought they would. They, You know, uh, start of the season, they weren't even counted out to be that big. But, you know, you got to get these guys critic. But I, they're another team that's not ready for prime time.
0: Man, you know, I think Boston's going to win this game as well, too. I think just for the same reasons that you just said. They've been here. They've done that. It's going to be in Boston. And I think Philadelphia, I think they already have won by making it to game seven. Uh, and, and I think this is going to be a great learning experience for a young team. They'll be much better next year after this situation. They'll be much better. I don't know if Andre Iguodala will be there, but they'll be a much better team next year by going through a situation uh, like this. By the time we come on next Tuesday, Roy, if so Boston wins, whoever wins this game, we'll know, you know, the Eastern Conference uh, Finals will have one game play because they're going to play their game on Monday. So we'll know
2: how this series is shaping up by the time we come on next Tuesday. And Boston was another surprise to me. Uh, They only made it in on default, I think, because Chicago went down, uh, you know, early, uh, gave them a pretty much cakewalk all the way to the finals. But it would be a good matchup to see them against Miami, and the the better team deserves to go to the Eastern Finals Championship. Let's go ahead and jump into the Western Conference.
0: Again, if you want to follow us online, as I say all the time, make sure you go to our website, rfsportsradio.com, or you can follow us on Twitter by going to twitter.com slash rfsportsradio. Send us an email by going to rfsportsradio at com. If you want, you can put our show right there on your website and have sports talk from a fan's perspective right from us delivered to you every time that we do our show. Go to iTunes, do a search. You can also subscribe to the show there as well, too. Let me bring on my guest because I think him and Roy both want to have a conversation with me about the Western Conference and how it is shaped up. Let me bring uh, Chris on the program. Chris, welcome to the RF Sports Radio Show.
1: Hello, hello. How's everybody doing this season?
0: Everybody's doing fine. Hello, Chris.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's been a while, it's been a
0: while. But we have a lot to talk about, right? Yeah, we got a lot to talk about. Let's talk about the Western Conference real quick because I know both y'all, are you want to go ahead and get to this and get to it quick. Oklahoma City defeats the L.A. Lakers 4-1 in a series that was not that close at all for the Lakers. Although they won game three at home, they were unable to get it together. And now the Lakers go home, and more importantly for you two guys, Kobe goes home, and you're right, right? But well, hey,
1: man, it's I mean, well, looking at it like this, I don't know what game you saw, but pretty much Kobe Bryant lost the series. I mean, pretty much at the end of all those games that they lost, Kobe had the opportunity to do something, but didn't do anything. I think he might be uh, on that down slope, as they say.
0: Well, the man has played, you know. a uh, 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 a century in the NBA, Chris. He's played enough seasons to go ahead and have a down. So, played, you know, for a long time. He's had five championship rings. We know he's on the dance up because he's getting up there in age. He's 33, but he's been playing in the NBA since, well, he, uh, since he was 18. So, we understand that. But, I don't think you can put up this whole loss on Kobe Bryant,
2: though.
1: So. Yes, now I am. Can- I'm putting it on Kobe Bryant. I mean, Russ, do you agree or do you disagree?
2: Well, this is the first time I can remember that uh, Kobe couldn't produce in the final seconds of a game. And, and one you. thing about this, this is the second straight season that they have lost in the second round of the playoffs. Also the second straight season that Oklahoma City has reached the Western Conference Finals. Let's go back and look at this game. Westbrook had 28 points, Kevin Durant had 25, James Harden had 17, and of course we know Kobe had 42 points. But what was the Lakers' lost was they had no contributions from anybody. And, you know, when we started talking about the playoffs, you and I had a conversation, and I talked about Paul Casal in the playoffs. He's a no-show. For a guy his size and with his uh, potential, he, he just didn't come. He he didn't do it. And I, we also talked about Bynum had to carry this team most of the season, and he couldn't carry this team through the playoffs. A black had six rebounds, bottom had ten points and four rebounds. Now we talking about the biggest guy in the NBA with only four rebounds total. Oklahoma City beat them all across the board. They won a hustle points. They had fifty to forty six of points in the paint. That they, they had thirteen to six on second chance points and thirty to six in fast break points. Uh L.A. was helpless in the last four minutes of this game. You know, what's what's funny is that, Chris,
0: you hear him bringing up all this other stuff. Kobe with 42 points, Bynum with only four rebounds. I don't think you can really look at the series and say that Kobe didn't do his job. Now, you can definitely... the end
1: end of the game, well, who... who, Okay, okay, well, riddle me this. Riddle me this, Batman. Riddle me this. Who do you expect to close out the game? Out of every Laker in there with a jersey on, sitting on the bench on the side that is legalized to play and hold that basketball and making an attempt to win the game, who do you expect to win the game?
0: Well, you always expect Kobe Bryant
2: to win the game.
1: Okay, and yeah, l well, exactly and listen what
2: he you go. Not do. You go two of eleven in the last four minutes, you know, that that's not Kobe. And and of course yes. now I, yes. I I can name two games that Kobe lost. One of them was turnovers when he turned the ball over on the inbound. That's not like Kobe. And 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 also, when he missed two uh, – and he missed uh, – he shot too much the last two minutes of the game. He missed all his shots. He was two out of ten in the last four minutes of that game. That's poor shooting. It's to, to on anybody.
1: That's exactly my point. I mean, and you I just, had, you had, had no
2: contribution is. from Steve Blake Had two points. I, I mean – they 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 had no bench, and that's the problem well, the Lakers it's, have. It's, it's, they it's, have it's a good start
1: personal. five. It's nothing personal, Rodney. It's just it's just sport. sports.
0: Yeah, that, that's that. So fact. He, it. It. he lost
1: the game, man. He could Green not saw it, I saw it.
0: And, and everybody
2: did.
0: else saw it. Well, I'm not, I'm not going to pin this series and this loss on Kobe Bryant. It's not. I'm not going to do that. Not, not when you just described exactly what the problem was. No fish play. Andrew Bonham not playing like he needs to play, not playing like an all-star like he was a starter in an all-star game. Okay,
1: okay. August started okay. Disappearing.
2: I'm, All the starters disappear. really the guys. But, but isn't, that, isn't that what we talked about I when we started this playoff I mentioned won, that.
1: Had they won, who do you expect to win the game to come back and win the game? When the chips when the, when the are down two minutes, who do you expect to come back and win the game?
0: We always Who do you expect, Rodney? Right? I mean,
1: come on now, come on, come on, go ahead and say Kobe. You expect Kobe uh, to come out and pull that win out, right? You expect him to right. be like twenty-three, you know? And go ahead and try to close out the win, but he's not twenty-three. He will never be
2: twenty-three. And, and, and for the Lakers to give up fifty points in the paint, I mean, you got to put that on Andrew Bynum. You know, you, you praise him all season long. He was the greatest center to play in, in the league right now. But he was typical of what he always does. He, he's great season thing, but when he gets in the playoffs, he's a no-show. Same thing with Paul Gasol. He was almost traded this year. If it goes to show you how much played. They got Lamar with him. They got rid of Derek Fisher. They were going to get rid of Paul Gasol. They, they knew that something was wrong with this team for all that movement to even happen. You we, we, we never thought they would trade Derrick Fisher or even Lamar Odom. So they knew that something was wrong with this team. Well, I can understand
0: that. I can understand that. But, you know, and, and that brings up another question. Uh, what do you think, Royce and Chris, is also critical of what Kobe did? What do the Lakers need to do? Someone's got to go. It's not going to be Kobe going. Well, we know that. I think I, think I, I, Co- say, I think Kobe up. will
1: just never be Jordan, man, and he's not hes not that guy, man. He's just okay, no okay player. Well, He'll never be Jordan. For, <laughs> that's a discussion
0: for a whole time. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, okay, well, we're well what, be what, what, what were your <laughs> reasons why the Lakers lost? <laughs> My reason was because uh, you pointed it out. They didn't have a strong pin. Andrew Bynum did not play like he did before the All-Star break this season. Paul Gasol did not do his job. He saw him pass up that shot in uh, in that uh, game five, which which could have really helped him get a win. I mean, it, the other players, the role players, like you mentioned, didn't do their job.
1: And
2: Why don't you just say the Oklahoma City Thunder were just a better team? I, I don't know why you won't give them credit. It, I, it, I'm, it, not, it, I'm not saying it,
1: that. Uh, not, uh, okay.
2: I, I give them credit. I give them credit for what they did. Okay, now, you know, if they beat San Antonio,
1: and he they, would have be,
2: they would have won. <laughs> Listen, if if they beat San Antonio, they have rolled through the three franchises that have represented the West since 1999, that won 10 of the last 13 championships. I, right. I think that right, says a lot about the Thunder.
0: Well, they still got it. But it, well, let's talk about that. You saw the Spurs did. They swept the. Clippers. They've swept the uh, Utah Jazz. They haven't lost the game in, what, six, 19 games
2: now? 19-0. Okay. Nine,
0: so you tell me, what's going? can the Oklahoma City Center, from what you've seen, you've seen them up close and personal, can they beat the San Antonio Spurs?
2: Well, actually, you have the two best teams in the West. The one and two teams playing each other, and I'm glad to see that. We don't see that in the East, but I'm glad to see that in the West. And and I, I'm glad I would rather see Oklahoma play San Antonio than the Lakers because the Lakers can't match up with them. Uh, from what I saw, the performance, I say you have to blow that team up. And from my understanding, my sources tell me that there are going to be some big changes in the Lakers organization this coming year. I, I, I think they go shopping. I think they get rid of some guys. Park Cassatt is gone. Andrew Bynum has always been questionable me. He, he's more questionable. I think he's even traded, too. I think those two guys are gone. What two guys? I think Paul Casale is gone and Andrew Bynum has gone. No, man, no way.
0: No you way. You don't keep
2: both of those guys. No
0: You, you way. keep both of those guys? Yes, you do. You keep two them. years in a row.
2: Andrew Bynum. You definitely keep Andrew Bynum. And, and what about Meta World Peace? Does he stay? He, he
0: stays as well, too. you got to have a guy like that on your team. He's a my, mental state. My question to you is if Oklahoma City can really beat the Spurs. That's what I want to hear you say.
2: Well, I'm going to tell you like this. I don't think anybody in the NBA can beat the Spurs. They continue to prove to be the best team because they can beat you in a variety of ways. They can beat you in the slip. If you want to slow the game down, they can beat you in the half court. If you want to speed the game up, they can beat you in, in that. And everybody on that team contributes. They won 18, like you said, consecutive games in a row. Eight playoffs, and they swept both opponents. I mean, that that that's the best team. They, they play as a team. And we even saw Splitter fill in for Tim Duncan. And you know what's so ironic about this game? Tony Parker spent the last fourth, the whole fourth quarter on the bench, and they still won.
0: Uh, Yeah, I I agree with you. I agree with you. And then you look at the series as a whole, they won two out of three against the Oklahoma City Thunder this season, right? And all three games they played Oklahoma City,
2: Mandy Ginobili didn't play. Yeah, and, and you know, and that's what's so good about this team. Any guy, say Tim Duncan or even Tony Parker, even you know, they only have to play at their best, and they still can be guys because they have such a deep and they have so such good role players that any one of those guys can take over a game. To me, they are the most complete team in the NBA. Another ironic stat that I found was that every team
0: that started out 8-0 in the first quarter playoffs always loses the next series. Do you think Oklahoma City can win one game against the, against the uh, against
2: the Spurs? Oh, of course, I I, I do think it's going to be four to two. Uh, that's my prediction on this game. I, I I'll say Oklahoma will win one, uh, but uh, maybe two. But uh, if they do make it by San Antonio, which I doubt, what a feat would that have been for Oklahoma City? But you know, with the great Popovich as coach, uh, a, a disciplined team, and I think the difference between Oklahoma City and San Antonio is how disciplined uh, San Antonio is than Oklahoma City. You know, if you look at the you look at the the tangibles and
0: and, and intangibles of both teams, we know that San Antonio has a better coach, right? We know that San Antonio has better team chemistry as far as getting all the players involved. We know, like you said, the most important thing in the playoffs has been with your bench. What can your bench do? San Antonio has a better bench. I honestly think that Oklahoma City may not get a win in this series. If they do, it'll be one win. I think the Spurs will beat them 5-1. Wow. I think they'll get one lucky win. I think the Spurs will go ahead and take care of business. Rest their players like they've been doing, and get ready for the finals. And it, and I don't see any teams, the Heat or the or the Celtics, have a chance against against the Spurs. If the Heat make it to the finals and have the only two players as uh, uh no, they have no boss. They're only going to have LeBron James and Dwayne Wade. There is no way Greg
2: Popovich is going to let LeBron James and Dwayne Wade beat them in the finals. And you're absolutely right. So I'm not going to take anything away from Scott Brooks because if you remember, this is old OCL team. He, they have really built this franchise from the ground up, starting with Kevin Durant. We didn't get to play the first season. Uh, he was in the league. But, I, I mean, these guys went out and got some good players. They built this team. They locked these guys down. I'm not going to take any credit for him because, you know, they did week the world champion Dallas Mavericks. Uh, they they absolutely a the Lakers. And you have to give these guys somewhat of a chance. They had the best, uh, you know, they were the top two in the West. I mean, they beat everybody in the West. Yeah, they did. They definitely did. It's going to be interesting.
0: I can't wait. Yeah, I can't wait
2: for that. So you really can't take anything away from this team because of their record and because of the way they're playing right now. I will say they will get two wins. I hope uh, San Antonio do not take them for granted. And I don't think either one of these teams could take the other for granted. They have so much talent on both sides that it's going to come down to. uh, I I think it's going to come. All these games are going to be close. Yeah, I just can't
0: wait for the series to start. I think you couldn't ask for a better. I mean, if you think about it, these are the teams that we thought would finish right at the top. Aside from Boston, I thought that would be. Uh, Chicago instead of Boston, finish at the time. Right. But these are the teams that we wanted to see battle it out. The season going to make it to the finals. So I think I think that's right on point uh, with what we thought at the beginning of the season. Let's jump a little bit to the NBA, NFL, of course. Uh, again, want to remind everyone to follow us on our website or going to rfsportsradio.com dot uh, com or following us on Twitter at twitter. dot com slash rfSportsRadio. Uh and of course we're on every Tuesday and Thursday right here, same time, same place. And make sure you subscribe to our show on iTunes by going to iTunes and doing a search for RF Sports uh radio. Let's talk a little NFL real quick. OTAs are starting to happen around the league, or teams are starting to well media especially trying to get a chance to look at some of these new quarterbacks, new teams. Saw an interesting thing that came out today. Tim Tebow doing OTAs with the New York Jets, threw two interceptions in OTA. Two interceptions in O T A. So now this whole quarterback controversy thing, we know he's not the best practice player. You think this puts any doubt on those seabo supporters now?
2: Uh no no I think it's put a lot of pressure on Mark Sanchez. I don't know any quarterback that doesn't do interceptions. That's part of the game. I, I think he's a fan favorite. Uh, I think as uh, soon as Mark Sanchez makes a mistake, they're going to be calling for Tim Tebow. Uh, I, I think he motivates the team because the guy, he might not be the best quarterback, but he is a ball player. He's a motivator. And I, I got <laughs> go with Skip Baylor. The guy just knows how to win. And I, I, it's too early to tell, but they wouldn't have picked him up for no reason whatsoever. Uh, and you're absolutely right. It's going to be a big controversy. I can't wait to that start to see who wins that starting job in New York. You
0: know, interesting point, and Chris, I hope you're still on with us live, is uh, I, I saw some comments that one Jerry Jones made. Y'all know, how, and y'all know how I feel about Jerry Jones, number one, but he had some interesting comments during the uh, owners meeting uh, in Atlanta, where he said that he knows that the window is closing for this team. He feels like the quarterback play for Tony Romo, when he has been okay, has been wasted, you know, based on the way his defense is played. And he knows the window is closing not just for his team, but for him too. He For the first time, he said, you know, I'm getting older. I don't know how much longer I'm going to be able to do this. And I don't know how much longer I have to see the Cowboys win the championship. We've never heard Jerry talk like that before. You think this is really going to wake him up to, to make changes, he made a lot of changes in the off season. You think this is finally him saying, you know what, maybe I need to just just, just make a bunch of changes and figure out what we need to do. Well
2: not only well, is the I mean, slow, it is but it the Mother locked.
1: You know, weird to hear him talk like that. Definitely it is, but I think um I mean you, you honestly just in my opinion, I'm gonna, you know, same thing I've been preaching for the last two years, which is, I mean, you not, I, I don't believe Garrett and Romo to be a Super Bowl winning combination. I just, I don't see it. Not when you have the teams like you have out here right now. There is no way on this green earth right now that the mind of Garrett and Romo, Garrett and Romo now, as as, as, as a, let's think about those names as you've seen them play games. You have a coach that is likes his own kicker to lose a game, and then you have a quarterback who, I mean, you know, hey, he has his Homer uh, Simpson moments, if you will. I mean, you know, his, his George Bush, George W moments, if you will. Huh. And then, I mean, I, I just don't see them beating, you know, people like the great minds of Belichick and Brady or, or you know, or you have Manning, and, and I mean, I just don't, I don't see it. I just, I don't see it. I, I don't see it. I mean, maybe they see something I don't see, but I just don't see it.
2: And and not not There's only no is the
1: win-
2: and not only is the window closed, but the window is locked, and that's the bad thing. Jerry sees himself locked out of his own house. I, I say that because, uh, you know. Gary had to sell tickets. He had the largest stadium. So he had to say things to motivate people to come see the the, the, the Cowboys play. And, you know, he pre- every year he preaches a good game and every year people buy into it. But uh, I, I have to agree with Chris. If you go back and look at the last couple of champions in the in, in NFL, and you have to look at the coaches. These are all uh, winning coaches with winning records. That 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 had motivated teams that took players unknown players and took players that are not unknown that's been in the league and made them better. I just don't see that with the Cowboys. Uh, as much as Jerry tried to put together a team, we see him do this for last year. He took a chance on Pac-Man Jones and when he got T O, and, and he tried to piece together a championship. That doesn't work anymore. You have to build a championship from within the organization and through the draft. This is the best draft I've seen the Cowboys have, but I don't see them building a team for a championship. I see them piecing, piecing together a team so much to build a championship. And I'm not quite sure that they have all the winning combinations to even go this year. The one hurdle they have to get over is the Giants. The Giants only got better, and I think Philadelphia got better. But I just don't see the Cowboys going to the Super Bowl at all this year.
0: You know what? It just seems so uh, funny to talk to hear Jerry talk about, you know, uh, his age. You know, he's going to be seventy this season. He turned seventy in October, and I heard uh, actually heard one of the local sports guys bring up a great point. That so, you know, he probably sits in that room now with all these owners, looks around, and like, I'm the oldest guy here. You know, Al Davis isn't here anymore. Al Davis is always That's the right. old crazy guy that you know. Did his own thing. Right. And I looked at what Al Davis went through, and it's like, I don't want to end up like that. I don't want to end up being the oldest guy in the room that everyone thinks is crazy, and, and, and everyone thinks I can't put a team together anymore. I think, I think, you know, him and Al Davis were good friends, and I think that was a good point that, you know, maybe he looks around now, at this young NFL, and thinks, you know what? I don't know if I'm, I i do not know if we ever get back to the championship. I built this stadium. I've done everything to put the Cowboys on top, the number one sports franchise in the world, and now he's looking around like, you know, what it, what am I gonna do? You know, I don't have a, I may not have the quarterback that I need. How am I gonna find another one? You know, now he's looking at looking at it a little bit differently. I think, I think that may change Jerry a little bit. And and, and you
2: know, you had a good point, Ryan. Uh He is probably the oldest guy, and, and I, you have to look at back at some of Jerry's decisions he made you know, bringing in Barry Switzer. I mean, everybody in the league knew Barry Switzer was not an NFL coach. Chan gained it. He went really and got T.O. off He team. He went really and got Pac-Man. Some of his decisions he made, it, it's got to be on Jerry, you know, and for him to stick with Tony Romo, you know, as his quarterback over all the things that they've been through, all the stuff that, that Tony Romo has let the Cowboy organization down on, to stick with that quarterback, and then to go get Jason Garrett, out of all the choices you had for a coach as your coach, thinking he's going to lead your team to a championship, I, I don't. The only thing I've seen him doing the last couple of years is get Rob Ryan as a defensive coordinator. Other than that, some of the decisions you made are questionable. Yeah. Well,
0: Chris, well, I mean, do you think this will change Jerry at all? You think he's really looking at his mortality and wanting to try to get one last Super Bowl run? Or- it's a wins
1: in before he has to hand it over to his son? Or? Hey, man, Jerry's forever young, okay? I mean, that's just how I look at it. So, I mean, I, all that talk about, you know, him looking around the oldest guy in the room, Jerry don't care, man. You don't think Jerry would love the fact that if he's the oldest guy in the room, he wins another championship? Well, I think He would so. love it's that more than – that's what I'm saying. I to say so, Jerry, that, I don't believe that. Then just think realizes that this particular squad he has is questionable as far as bringing right. him the championship. He do not know how much he can undo right now. And we he know, know
2: how passing the torch. And we know how and
1: and just, and the tor- know, I, that's, what, that's what I think. He's just chatting about the fact that he's, he's looking away at the rest of the league shaped up during the draft and all that going on. And he's he, he looking in last place. You still got Romo and Garrett and, and the rest of those jokes.
2: And we talk about passing the cho- torch. If, if he does pass to Steven, is he going to do a better job than his dad? If we saw the same thing with the Mavericks. Donnie Nelson passed the torch uh, to his son, and we see where the Mavericks are right now. They're about to blow it up. But, uh, I, I, you know, I, I do like Jerry as a person. I think some of his decisions were questionable. But, uh, I, I like what he did this year. He, he did give his chance, the team, to win this year. But, uh, like I said, my question has always been, why would you stick with a quarterback that constantly, time after time, comes up in big games or disappoints you, and, and that's your guy? And not yeah. go out and try to be up from, from the organization up. And you and you yourself have in the last oh,
1: absolutely. couple of years. I, I, not just the draft. Upset. Right. I mean,
0: and
1: even back, through the he's going to playing golf right now, man. He out here playing golf right now. Right, ah, right, don't remind me. Don't remind me at all. Before we go, okay. man, that's, that's exactly my point. <laughs> <laughs> <Before> <laughs> that's exactly we go. my point. I mean, you don't think you see that maybe, you know, possibly with this particular, you know, group that he has. I mean, uh, you know, you don't know how much longer he, he can do this group. Yeah. I don't yeah, think it's bro, him bro. being old, man. I think, Jer- I think personally, I think Jerry will do it until his doctor or whoever says he can't do yeah. it no more. This is Jerry Jones, man. This is yeah, not that Al Davis. Personally, he's talking about. He'll stay as long as Al Davis did, and I can
2: see yeah, him being like as Al Davis can.
1: because right. Right. right now you don't you don't think Jerry will die in his stadium. Oh yeah, I agree. Don't uh,
0: get me wrong. I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not saying. I'm not refuting that at all. I just think that his mindset is slowly changing. It's hard for Jerry to change directions. We all know that he he wants. You know, if it doesn't happen, he he'll take the blame.
1: But I, I think he's I, really changing well, his mindset. He's won before. I, I hope he, he, he knows is. how to win. Basically, he just he just really kind of seeing that. You know, I mean, I mean, come on now. Jerry's coming from a Super Bowl reigning back to back champion, you know, having a squad. Right. I mean the right. Hall of Famer. Hall of right. Famers. You know what I mean? He knows what he he knows what it takes to win and have a reign. He knows it. He knows this. You don't think Jerry knows this. You can't disagree with me that. But and honestly Jerry's looking at his inventory and he don't see where he can, you know, really he don't see where, he don't see it, it happening right now. Not with that, not with
2: that group. And I think Jerry should have taken a step back and took a page from the Texas Rangers. If you look at that organization, they did take a step back and put in new management to come in there and look where this team is now. They're they're built for a World Series. And Jerry tried to control they every to go back
1: aspect
2: a for a third time. Yeah, and he he tried to control every aspect of the game from the draft to running the team to probably in plays. Sometimes you have to take a step back and let others take over and leave.
1: And I yeah. think that's what Jerry needs to do. Yeah, but well but look here, but look here, Russ. He he can do it. He's done it before. And in grand yes, he fashion. He he has done it before in grand fashion. He knows what it takes. He knows what it takes. But he's but just, I mean, stuff. come on man, this, this this smoking maritime he got ain't gonna cut it. And he sees
0: but, 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 but. Before we, before we go, let's jump to a couple of other topics real quick. Uh, before we go, i get you guys' opinion on a couple of quick hit things. The Lando Magic, of course, they let go of Stan Van Gundy. Uh, and they let go of their, their uh, general manager as well, too. Otis Smith. Talk around town that originally was that Shaq was going to come back and be a GM. I never believed that because, I mean, how ironic would that be? They trade Shaq to L.A after going to a finals, and then now he's going to come back and, and save the franchise to the keep Dwight Howard there. For, for first of all, Royce, what do you think about them? Letting Stan Van Gundy, do, Stan Van Gundy go, and do you think that Dwight Howard is going to end up staying with that team?
2: Well, we knew it was coming when Dwight Howard went to management and said he didn't want him there, and we know Dwight Howard is the franchise. He, he really had, had had his chances with, with a great team that couldn't get over the hump. I think uh decision was gonna come. We knew that. It was talking about that for the last couple of years. But uh, you know, look Isaiah Thomas made the transition. So did uh uh Danny Ames, uh Larry Berg, why not Shaq? I've seen yeah, other I was, players I was, do it. I was, I was, Michael
0: I was, Jordan did I was, it. With their franchise, I I can see him going to work at, with the Lakers, uh I like, that, but that with Orlando. Not, not to leave him like he left and the middle of the night deal to go to the Lakers. I, don't, I, don't, I just don't see it. I don't I don't see it. Number one, Stan Van Gundy is a good coach. He'll get a job pretty soon. He's a great x old type of guy, but, but he's not a good player's coach. You know, a lot of players don't like Stan Van Gundy. Namely, Shaq. Shaq hated Stan
2: Van Gundy. Right, right. So the, guys that, you know, the guys in Miami, he hated Stan Van Gundy. But, you know, any time the players don't want to play for you, you got a problem. And uh, I, I was shocked. Uh, I, I, we knew he was leaving. It was just a matter of time. They went to the playoffs three out of the last four years. They couldn't do anything. You know, once they got there, they had some great teams, great players on their team, and they just couldn't get over the hump. And you know how it works. If you can't win the big one, you're not going to be there very long. That's true. And before we go, Chris, I'm going to
0: ask you something real quick. The odds in Vegas for your team, the New England Patriots, the over and under for wins for the Patriots is 12. You going to take the over or take the under?
1: Uh, well, I mean, I, you know, I don't gamble. I, I I wouldn't understand the over and under and all that. I'm not, ask you,
0: I'm not okay. asking for your money. I'm not asking you to spend no money. You taking the over <laughs> and
1: the under? For the I don't, Patriots. I don't even I don't know. What does the over under mean? I mean, the over means what? I agree or under means what? Disagree? Or how does that work? I don't know. <laughs> if you take the
0: over, you mean you think they're gonna win more than twelve games.
1: You take the under, they're gonna win less than twelve games. Uh, I take the over. I think we'll win more take, than twelve, take 12, 12 games. Take twelve and
2: four.
0: 12
1: and 4. They I mean, the, room, I'm
2: room, just you got to take, you gotta take, the, you gotta take the over or you take the under. You can't take even. You got to take, take the over and under at 12. I'll take over. I'll take oh. over. I will take over. I'll take over, over I'll take that. I'm just, I'm not, I'm, listen, that's Christine. I'm not going to take that. But uh, uh, one thing <laughs> we did bring up, uh, what do you all think about the, the new rule about knee pads and thigh pads? It's
0: uh, going to be oh, man, that's, that's, that, should, that should have never changed. I, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know what, what's wrong with wearing knee pads and thigh pads and playing the NFL. I, I mean, it's this is, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen for a running back who gets tackled around his legs and around his, uh, his knees all the time not to wear knee pads. But, but
2: yeah, you know, it's mandatory in high school and college. I don't know how they got away from it. I guess these guys thought it wasn't necessary. But I always thought that was part of the uniform. Was to have knee pads and thigh pads. Yeah. No matter what know. position you made, because you want as much protection as you can get. You don't even see guys wearing a neck brace like they used to, you know, and in you know the old what, days. Though? That cut down on a lot of stuff.
0: And with technology, we know the knee pads and thigh pads are going to be extra thin, and they right. still have the protection like everybody else has. It's, I'm glad they finally did that. And in the NFL is a lot of pressure. We'll talk more about that next week. So join us uh, next Tuesday, same time. Uh same way, that way you can hear our show for next Tuesday. Make sure you download our show on iTunes as well or go to our website, RF dot com. Before we go, Royce, I'm not gonna let you off the hook that easy. Your team, the Denver Broncos, they're over and under is ten.
2: Oh, but of course I get M ten. I would with, with get the, over or the under. With, 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 with the best quarterback in the NFL? Of course. They they, they had a good team anyway that needed a quarterback. But I, last word before we leave, the good news that's going to come out of the he, the year, in the NFL this year is they're going to have to. Right. Yeah. Yes, he is. But uh, hey, man. the good news that's he coming didn't
1: play out. last year. He's the best quarterback in the NFL. Okay.
2: Right. He, he, okay. he can lay off five years and come back and be better than. Uh, 31 teams, he's better than 26 of them. I will say
1: that. Is, but is, the, is, the, is the news that's of NFL. right now saying he's the best quarterback in the, in, in in the uh, He's one of the best. And oh, what he say, he's one best. of the best. Don't say he is the best. Wow, is it,
0: is it that easy to make him change his mind?
2: Uh, he's one of the best.
1: Wow, he is, man, he's the best. He's he he, he, was a, and, he and, the and, best. And
2: that's a matter of opinion, but. We're, we're talking about that when season starts. Right. I can't really let him change the mind that he easy. didn't change my mind.
1: I mis-
2: I misquoted. I, I mis- one of the best quarterbacks uh, in no, the NFL. No, no, no. But wow. I will say this: the, the good news coming out of no. this year that next year that the NFL will be expanding to London. I'm looking forward to seeing that. That that should be great for the league. It's time to go global with it. And maybe we'll get a lot more teams involved in have forty teams before it's over with. I can't
0: believe he made he changed his mind like
2: that. He didn't wow. change my mind. Yeah, I tell did. you what, yeah, he did. I, 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 I
0: tell tape. you, what what, 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 you what.
2: what do you what? What you say about the Cowboys? What's your over and under on the Cowboys? I got Put the your Cowboys step on the line. going.
0: I got the Cowboys going eleven and five.
1: So what's the spread I'm, on the Cowboys for the season?
0: And that's the end of our show. Uh, it's been a uh, great show. It's fun. Uh, Make sure you yes. tune in next week uh. for the rest of our show. Send us an that email at ears. rfsportsradio at gmail.com or, of course, follow us on Twitter Choke. at com slash radio. Until then, we'll see you guys next time. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. Until then, sports off from a fan perspective. We'll be back joke, man.